Good morning, boys and girls. I want to introduce you today to another of the Mr. Men characters. And today I want to speak to you about Mr. Mean. Now, Mr. Mean was unkind to everyone. He didn't live in a nice house. His house wasn't painted. In fact, his windows were broken. His doors were broken. He wouldn't fix his roof. He didn't have any carpets. There was no coal in the fireplace. And boys and girls, do you know what his furniture was? His furniture was old orange boxes that were nailed together with nails. And in fact, when he went to the hardware shop to buy the nails, he complained very bitterly to the owner about the price of the nails. For Christmas, do you know what he got his brother? I'll tell you, a piece of coal. And he wrapped it up in newspaper. There was no real gifts for anyone. There was no words of encouragement for Mr. Mean. There was no help that he offered. There were certainly no kind words. And he never smiled. Let me tell you something else about Mr. Mean. He had loads of money in his house. He had a chest and it was full of gold and silver pieces. He was a mean-spirited man, a bit like Mr. Scrooge. Well, one day he was sitting in his gloomy kitchen on one of his gloomy orange boxes with a gloomy, mean look. And there was a knock at the door and he opened it. And there was a wise man standing there who had a stick in his hand. And he said, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry to bother you. It's a very hot day and if it's no trouble, would you please give me a drink of water? Mr. Mean, he said, no, and slammed the door shut. There was a knock at the door again and he went to answer it. This time very cross, but there was no one there. And he looked around, left to the right. He came back into his gloomy kitchen and there stood the wise man with a stick. How did you get in? Mr. Mean asked. Oh, I can just come in and out as I please. Mr. Mean shouted at the man, Out! 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 And as the man went to move, he tripped over a chest in the middle of the floor and boys and girls, you know what it was? It was Mr. Mean's treasure. His gold and his silver pieces and they went all over the floor. And he gathered them all up very quickly, crossed, looking, and he put them all back in the box. And um, as he did that, the man waved his stick over the box, and the box became a box full of potatoes. Oh, please, please, please turn it back. Do you promise not to be so mean, Mr. Mean? Well, yes, yes, yes. And that's what happened. The gold and the silver returned in the box. Well, well, Mr. Mean, he he went for a walk and he met an old lady and she asked him to help her to carry the washing to the laundrette. No, he replied, and immediately his nose became a carrot. And then he thought, well, yes, yes, yes. And then he met an old man chopping wood and the old man said, would you help me? And Mr. Mean said, no, no, do it yourself. And his ears became tomatoes. And then um, he, he, he thought to himself, well, I better help the old man. And he did till he was tired. 
Well, he walked on into town, eventually getting there. It was late, and there was a boy crying because his ball was stuck in the top of the wall. And the boy said to Mr. Mean, could you get my ball down from the wall, please, sir? And, and Mr. Mean said, no. But as he thought about that, he began again to have a tinkling in his feet. And he said, yes, yes, yes. And he helped the boy. Mr. Mean had learned a lesson. And the lesson was this, not to be so mean to other people. He went home and he mended his roof. He painted his house. He decorated the inside. He got some new furniture. And he decided that he was going to be help to other people, that he was going to be kind. He was going to speak words of encouragement. And he was going to smile. And boys and girls, do you know what he gave to his brother the next Christmas? A better present than the Christmas before. He gave him two pieces of coal and he chuckled to himself. Now that's the story of Mr. Mean as is told by Peter Hardgraves or Roger Hardgraves in his book, Mr. Mean. And I get thinking about Mr. Mean. And I want you to think of three things very quickly. Think of the wickedness of Mr. Mean. Remember, he was a mean-spirited man. And do you know what the Bible tells us in Proverbs 22, verse 29? Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. And there's only two references in the Bible to mean men. Proverbs 22, 29 and Isaiah 31, verse 8. And I was thinking about that. Being mean-spirited, boys and girls is sin because you know what the bible says to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin james chapter 4 verse 17 and of course a true christian would not stand before a mean-spirited man without pointing out to him his sin if a mean-spirited man has no nice words of encouragement, doesn't offer help to other people, um, doesn't smile, doesn't seek to do what's right, even before the Lord or before men, then you have to point out to him that this is sin and this is wrongdoing in the eyes of God. Think also of the ways of Mr. Mean this morning. Not only his wickedness, but his ways. The lifestyle that he lived was all about himself. He was a selfish man. The center of his life was me. Everything was for him. He offered no help to anyone. He didn't smile. He hadn't a kind word of encouragement to say to anyone. He was tight-fisted. He refused to give gifts to others. And you know what the Bible says? There is that scattereth and yet increaseth. There is that withholdeth more than his meat but it tendeth to poverty. And Mr. Mean was so mean-spirited that it was leading to a impoverished lifestyle for himself. And it was affecting him. Think of him physically living in an old broken-down house with broken windows and doors and a leaky roof. And of course, it affected him mentally. He was sad and despondent in himself. It affected him spiritually because whenever he was living for self, he wasn't living for God and loving him with all his heart and soul and mind and strength. And there's many, of course, illustrations of mean men in the Bible. 
And one of them is a man called King Ahab who lived in a palace with guards and with beautiful gardens and he had all the food that he could want to eat and he had loads of things. But there was a man who was his neighbor and he was called Naboth and Ahab wanted Naboth's vineyard. So do you know what he did? His wife told him not to be so sad and despondent. Just you're the king. Go out and kill Naboth and take his vineyard. And that's exactly what he did. But even when he got Naboth's vineyard, he was still sad and he was still miserable. Because remember, sin pays wages. And of course, we could think about many other men in the Bible who were mean. Even take those who were mean to the Lord Jesus when he came into their village to tell them the good news of the gospel and call men to repent and believe the gospel. They told him, you're not welcome here. Get you out. Move on. And of course, that's what the Lord Jesus did. You think of how mean-spirited Judas Iscariot was to the Lord Jesus. He was his friend, and yet he betrayed his friend. And you see, we could think about the multiplicity of ways that mean-spirited men live, but at the heart of it, it's a life of selfishness without the Lord. But you think of this thirdly, not only of the wickedness of Mr. Mean, that this was his chief sin, and think about the ways of Mr. Mean, but think about a word for Mr. Mean. You see, Mr. Mean had a knock on the door, and there was a a wise man, Roger Hargraves calls him um, a, a wizard, but I'm not going to use the word wizard, I'm going to use the word a wise man. And the wise man knew that Mr. Mean didn't have to be miserable, in fact, He could be merry. And I want to say to you boys and girls, here's the secret of being merry rather than miserable. Remember the Bible tells us God comes and he says to us, my son, give me thine heart. And you know, if you give your heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ, then with with God at the center of your life, putting God first. Remember, man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. But once God's in the center of your heart, then you will want to share with other people. You'll you'll share your ball in the playground. Um, You'll share your sweets. It may be a book. It it may be some pens. Uh, You'll certainly uh, show that you care. You'll make friends with other people. And and if someone's new uh, to your district or school, you'll certainly not leave them out and and this will be uh, love in action and of course at the heart of this wisdom is giving your heart and life to Jesus Christ remember he said behold I stand at the door and knock if any man hear my voice and open the door I will come into him and sup with him and he with me And boys and girls, the Lord Jesus is knocking at your heart's door. He wants to show you your sin. He wants to tell you that it's wrong to be mean-spirited. You don't have to live that way. It will impact upon you physically, mentally, and spiritually. But you can be merry. And true merriment starts when you give your heart and life to Jesus Christ. When you listen to him and you learn to live for him for his glory. The Lord bless you this morning and we do want indeed to thank you for listening. And remember the story of Mr. Mean and certainly don't be like him. And don't ever stand before mean men without knowing that their lifestyle is sinful and wrong in the eyes of God. The Lord bless you today. Thank you for listening.